Okay. I'm looking for. Hey, everybody. It's Lee. This is Let Us Say It For You. This is Big Mike. Okay. Hi, guys. Hello, everybody. So, let's We just, have returned. Yes. Let's just start with saying we understand it's been two weeks, okay? Um, it's really all Micah's fault, and I just feel like. Nah. Explain yourself. I called you last week to do it. You was I mean, tired. I was ready. It's okay. Mm-mm. I got receipts. All right. Let's not do that. So anyway, um, we're here. Um, I can't imagine we do a two week break again. So just bear with us. But I'm not making any promises. You know, we got kids out here and stuff. You know, we just <laughs> we're on vacation. Shout out to Tarsha. So, you know, but we're back and um, we're here for another riveting episode. Of Let us say it for you. So we were gone because of Aruba. If you guys follow our Instagram page at Let Us Say It For You, you would have seen the lovely post that Micah put up for us to just say that we're gone on vacation and we'll be back. We went for our friend Tarsha's birthday celebration, extravaganza. Aruba is a beautiful island. The happiest place on earth. Wow. It's <laughs> Disney, low key. It was great. Like, I have no issues. At yeah. all with the trip. The trip was amazing. Mm-hmm. I want to go back. My only um, issue is that, like, I saw so many kids, and I missed my kid a lot. This wasn't a trip for her because I was drinking, like, every day. But for the sake of how peaceful everything was mm-hmm. down there, it um, it's definitely an island that I want to bring Mia back to. I was looking up flights while I was down there. Like, I got to bring my kid back. This is crazy. She would enjoy it. And she told me she wanted to go. So my deal was to feel the island out and then... And tell her how I felt about it. And as soon as I got there, I was like, yeah, Mia would be great. There was mad kids on our flight mm-hmm. just coming here. So what is what is a highlight for you on that trip, Bethany? I like excursions. I like doing stuff. So we did kayaking Mm-mm. and we did the ATVs. Now, I haven't been on three different ATV trips. Jamaica and Puerto Rico. This one by far was the best one. It was three hours long. And we sightseed like the historical landmarks in Aruba. Like it was so dope. Like, and we actually got to go really fast. And yeah. like that doesn't happen on the ATV dude rides. Left us. Like he was gone. <clears throat> We're usually gone, gone. babysat. Like they usually be like, okay, don't go too fast. Stay close. Like, bro, what do you mean Let stay me live, close? Home. Like this thing goes like a hundred miles per hour. You want me to go fifteen? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I want to go fast. We can probably go fast. Um, so, yeah, it was amazing. The water, I am a fish. I loved how clear and beautifully blue, different shades of blue, the water was. It was beautiful. I had such a good time. And um, I like to marvel at creation and the environment and nature. And I just feel like breathing in deeply and looking up at the sky and everything was just so nice y'all just listen i was my chakras were aligned on this trip okay, you hear me okay. so it was it was it was great and then it was good company obviously you know we we go out of town together all the time so to be out of the country with you know the closest people to you it's just like it makes everything like 10 times better so um, i recommend you get yeah. a group of people that you really love For and they sure. get along <clears throat> And go out of the country together. For sure. um, For me, my family's from Jamaica. So every time 
I go to an island, the biggest thing for me is like the breeze. Like I'm really big on breeze, which is why I want a big house because I want like a nice backyard and I want to just be able to sit outside and be blown away. So every single morning I would get up, do whatever, and then go straight outside. There was a nice pool. We had a really nice pool too, um, which was like, as soon as you step down the steps, we're like, it's like death feet deep. It was crazy. I don't understand why it was so deep, but whatever. Anyway, um, but the breeze was great. My boss told me that before I left. She said Aruba is very, very breezy. And yeah. I was like, cool. So it was amazing. That was like mm-hmm. the most impressive thing to me. And our, our taxi driver, um, straight from the airport, he said, um, you know, it's very breezy here. Mm-hmm. But the sun, it'll be on your ass, you know. And yeah. so he said it. And, and it I definitely see it now because everybody's a couple shades darker. But to yeah. be fair, I do feel like I've evened out a little bit. Yeah. You know, so I'm. I think I'm glowing. I like personally. that. Yeah, I like that. I don't know what a root Because I don't did. like being. I was like seven different shades now. I'm, I feel like I'm just one at this point. So mm-hmm. we'll see how long we can ride out with this. Yeah. I got a tan and I'm I'm rocking with it. So um, that was good. Um, everyone seemed to have a good time. The ATV was a good time. Um, the canoe or kayak, whatever. It was a little choppy out there, mm-hmm. but you know, I live, y'all, I can't swim. So. Me and Tarsha's boat got filled with water. I feel like it was Tarsha's fault, was it? Because my boat was straight. I was, I was dusting that shit out. Well, you know, at that point, we were basically underwater. <laughs> like, it was, it was really bad. It was like a mini pool that we were That's what the in. guy told me. He said, their boat is underwater. I said, oh my well, gosh, listen, no. It's, we we could have, we could have we sunk. And, uh. He was saying we, we it was too much motion in our ocean. So we were rocking the boat as we were doing the Well, he the did roll. tell me it didn't, even if it was filled to the very, very top, it wouldn't have tipped over. That's what he told me. Oh, it would have went down. That's it, what he said. Yeah, he told it me. Sink. Yeah, he, he told me we, we would have been fine. So he lied to one of us. And oh. I'm assuming maybe me off the strength of he wanted well, me to be okay. Yeah, and you can't so, swim. Right. Like well, I don't know why he would tell me such a lie. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, so. it was it was cool. But yeah, it was a gay trip. So um, on that, I guess what I can say in terms of stuff like that, I think it's very important to go on trips. I know mm-hmm. so many people. Uh, I'm not from Florida. I was born in Michigan, and I lived in Jamaica, and then I came here. So in general, at least just off the strength of that, I've been to different places. I know so many people that have, like, never been on a plane, mm-hmm. right? And obviously in Jamaica, that's common because they need visas. For a lot of places, they want to travel. So that side of my family, I understand that. But here, you can just... You can just get on a plane and go to Texas. Yeah. You know, just go visit Oklahoma, I guess, for yeah. whatever reason. Go see what Detroit is like if you want to see the snow. There's so many people that have just never, ever been anywhere. Right. And I really, really encourage you to stop that and yeah. just go see something. You know, I if worst, push comes to shove, go by yourself. Just yeah. go for like a weekend and just try to experience something else. Like mm-hmm. people from New York are like fascinated with down south people and mm-hmm. vice versa like i love the new york accent it's very attractive to me i was telling michael well, me and michael agreed we want a friend from memphis we like For the way real. they talk their accents are awesome and their personalities are yes they really, seem like really great people. people so mm-hmm. you know i'm just saying i think it's important to try to you know just expand your That's horizon exposure a little bit. man you know yeah see expose other things yourself. you you'd be surprised at what you learn and how different things are and if we're really really trying to do it get your passport I know a lot of people who don't have passports. Shout out to Ashley. I made Ashley get a passport because she wanted to come to Jamaica with me. So she had to get one to come, and it was quite a struggle, but sis got it. And that was her first time out of the country. And it was Jamaica, and it was lovely. She had a great time. She's coming back with me next year. So, um, you know, get your passport. It's I'm trying to figure out how much it is. I feel like it's, it's 120. Okay, it's 110. It's 110. If you uh, do the, the, the speedy route, it's 200 and something. 
Um, but that's after uh, you get your itinerary to actually leave the country. So, side note, for those who think that it's just all is lost and you can't get your passport <laughs> because it's just too late, it's never too late. You can get your passport the same day you go to the office in Miami, office gain. If you're in Florida, by the way, people, this is for Floridians. Yeah, we don't know the rules. Elsewhere. I don't know anywhere else, but there is a passport agency in Miami. You take your itinerary, your birth certificate, social security card, ID, all that. You can get it in the same day or the next day. But you have to have um, proof of leaving the country. So mm-hmm. that is way more expensive. Clearly, they have to expedite everything. But 110, go to your local city hall or passport agency and just get it just to have one. You may not go anywhere True, but at it, the time you have it. But, but exactly, it's good to but have one. Exactly, because that's the only way you can leave the country. Right. So you should definitely try to do that. Yeah. It, it'll be, even if you, worst case scenario, $300. It'll be mm-hmm. the best $300 you've ever spent because it will allow you to see different cultures explore etc but women looking for husbands myself you might find your husband over in panama or something right you know look at that he might be able to just wait and girl expose yourself to different food yes oh foods and the way people cook things in other places it's fascinating oh my gosh well okay so so good other things that you just wouldn't try um Yes, of course. Like, I mean, I've, there are things okay, I just no. won't. If it doesn't look a certain way to me, um, oh, first thing, if you want me to try anything, don't tell me what it is if it's foreign. Like, if it's something like alligator tongue or some crap, don't tell me it's alligator tongue. Let me digest it and then tell me what it was. I'm more likely to try things if I don't particularly know what they are, if it looks crazy. I will not eat anything if it does not look appetizing. But okay, yeah. so, so you you wouldn't want to know. I don't I don't want to know. So if somebody says, here, like, try these frog legs, you're like, nah, bro. Yeah. I don't want to eat that. Yeah. Now, if they're frog legs and they cut up and they look like french fries, you may get me. That's it's hilarious. it's a It's the appearance of whatever I'm about to eat. If it throws me off, I'm not eating. Like an octopus. The other day I went... um to a sushi place with one of the kids that I babysit, shout out to Carmela. We went to a sushi spot, and she got a sushi with an octopus on top of it. It was a small red octopus. And she's like, oh, are you going to try it? I said, no, I'm not going to try it. <laughs> it had eight tentacles, and I was like, this? And she ate the head first and started laughing. It's nothing funny about that. It was disgusting. So if it looks like something, I mm-mm. it just has to look. Disguise it like calamari. The little rings, nice little rings. I don't want no tentacles. Well, you know, for me, no for me, I would. <clears throat> there's like the only thing I could see me just downright saying like you can't get because I used to watch like Bizarre Foods. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to watch like um, Anthony Bourd- Bourdain and stuff like. So it's like I'm, I'm down to try a lot of stuff. The only thing I can see me downright just saying I cannot do that is like there, there are certain places where they eat like those big ass flying roaches. Like, I saw one where they, oh like, injected God. it with some type of teriyaki thing, and it's, like, a delicacy there. And I'm like, you know, that's going to be a really tough one for me. But I saw one where, like, in Africa somewhere, they have a whole thing where they get this stick, they put, like, sap on it, they stick it in a hole, they get mad ants, and then they, like, roast them and they eat the ants. Like, I'd totally try that. I'd try it. And I want to know what it is. Like, you're eating a snake's ass. We probably ate a couple right, of cool. ants in our day. I've eaten, yeah, in real. Jamaica, I've eaten many ants. To so it's just like, you know, it's cool. Yeah. But I'm, me, I want to know, like, what is this? This is frog. This is something, something, something. Okay, what is it really, though? It's frog legs. All right, cool. Let's try it. I just, like, because even with the guy that tried, like, the flying roach, he was just like, you still bit it and taste, like, like mm-hmm. all the goop. It was just, like, no. teriyaki flavored. No. 
guts. No. And I was like, y'all gonna have to make that like. And they say bugs have hella protein, and that and that may be true. It may be true, but I'm 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 straight. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I guess that's the you know, that that's probably the most because I've asked a few people and they've given me your same exact answer. Either no, like hell no, I'm not gonna do it, or. I'll try it, but don't tell me. I want to know, and I'm down to try it. Like, there's places where they eat, like, like shark. I learned that in the show. You can't eat shark, yeah. like, fresh off the bobby. Like, you got to literally, like, it's let layers. that shit rot. It has yeah. to rot. It has to go bad, like, for either a couple weeks or, like, seven days or something like that. And then it's edible. And I'm like, that's crazy. And the shit smells like ammonia. Like, it smells like a perm I would not. in there. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. get some shark. Like, I'd mm-hmm. try it. I try it. Um, think there's like that blowfish thing though. Like literally, you could die by eating it. Like it's like a fifty-fifty chance. It's like some crazy odds, and people still do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat no. that. I'm not eating things. That's why I wouldn't like skydive. And this is why I'm scared to go in the ocean too much. There, there's like a solid chance of me dying. Let's not do that. So what is? But I feel like it's a very slim chance of you dying for skydiving. I remember those rates being low. I mean, I understand. I understand that maybe the statistics yeah. show something else, but like I'm literally <laughs> jumping out of an airplane. So there, there's Ooh, not much anybody can tell me. Logical, but there's not. To me, I can More see. More people dying in car crashes. I hear you. I hear you, but I, I can you. definitely I you, see I the you. death there. So you. it's like, no, I'm not jumping out of an airplane. And then you want me to eat a fish that like could literally, it's not even like 50-50. It's like, People would literally die. Like, you miss one lip. Why would you chance that? that? Like, what the fuck does that... I low-key feel that thrill seekers are trying to find a way to end it all without doing it themselves. That's how I feel. I Mm. feel like it's more of an inner... You're searching for something that you haven't found, and I think when you test life limits and... It's something going on there, and you what, don't what have was the sky, What was skydiving for you? Just like, it was like because I felt like it was just an experience. You were like, "Fuck it, no, we're twenty five. Let's like, do it." I wanted to see what it looked. I wanted to see the Earth. I wanted to see what it looked like from above, and it oh, was that probably incredible. Was yeah. Like, and it was the most freeing feeling. And like everybody, thinks, does it feel like the whole no, roller coaster drop said, thing? It it's not even a roller, bro. Like literally, you would feel more falling from a bus. Like you know how the bus moves and you sleep. And like you wake up and you like it, it, it like bumps against something and you fall. You feel more doing that than you do falling out of a plane. Like literally, you jumping feel out of a plane. Absolutely nothing. And like you're not alone. Like this is tandem jumping. So you jump with someone who's been doing this for years, jumping out of heliplanes maybe 15 times a day, and they're basically leading everything and making you feel like you're doing something. But initially, you feel nothing. You feel nothing at all. But to see, like, and I even got a picture. It almost seemed like you could see the Earth's curve. Mm. Oh, my God. It was crazy to see that up there, y'all. So, yes. And I low-key feel like that's not thrill-seeking. Like, I, I need something to define that my life is worth living. I don't think skydiving is that. Bungee jumping, I believe that's more deadly than skydiving. Because crashing against a rock and you're literally a bungee like your hand you are tied by the ankle y'all and you drop off of a cliff and if you do it wrong you can knock back and like what you're you're done like you're done you follow the plane one thing where they have this thing where like it's kind of like bungee jumping but you sit in a chair and then the chair leans back. It's like a, and they're like, Oh, almost got you. Oh, almost got you. And then they just drop you and you just like swing. That is hilarious. That is terrifying to me it's just like will smith okay. did it and it looked real cool the jada, jada did it too 
Does she have that? Oh, you mean bungee Will jumping? Will made Jay to do it. Hmm? Bungee jumping? Yep. Jump, bungee jumping from a plane. He did two in one, actually, for his 50th birthday. Oh, shout out to Check it out. Man. He did, like, a whole bunch of cool things for his 50th. That's shout amazing. out to Will Smith and his Instagram. It's Jeez, nice. it's it is, nice. that is an incredible Instagram, it's man. Nice. What a way to capture your life. You and Jada are, seem like such happy beings. Shout out to them. Yeah, they're nice. Okay, so with the bungee jumping thing and the whole thrill-seeking thing, mm-hmm. I thought about that, and it was just like, you know, people do these things, because you said for what? You feel like they do it on the strength of why is my life? Yeah, Give me I feel reason like to you're show. trying to kind of like um, – I don't know, like, I don't want to say cheat life or cheat death. Like, you're trying to do something to make your life more meaningful. So if you live after this experience, that means you're supposed to be here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have a purpose. Like, okay, because I could have died. Because remember, it's like one in ten chances that I could have died. And, like, you were the chance that lived. And it's like, you feel me? Now I have meaning. Now I can live my life purposeful. Purposeful. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like some people do things like that. Like, the people who free fall from buildings without mm. parachutes, like they building jump, like skyscrapers, like that's mm. a thing. Mm-hmm. And like that, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like, you know how tall skyscrapers are? Yes, and they literally yes, jump do. from building to building. And they well, do I feel flips. the same about the people that like, do that, um, that tightrope thing, like across. What same. The, what, what is that about? And, and it's definitely a skill because I mean it they do be. it across like skill. they mm-hmm. do it across like craters and stuff like that. Uh, and it's like why why, why are you up there? <laughs> but but to be fair, to be fair, I'm sure people say the same because as as someone who would never jump out of plane unless I absolutely fucking have to, um, I I'm sure they could say the same about that. Why would you jump out of a plane? So I yeah. get fine, I guess. But yeah. it's just like man, those things because I've seen them do it and they have like no harness or anything. So, so if you drop that, it, baby, you're gone. And you think you're falling really, really fast, and you kind of are. But when the parachute like opens, you're like floating like a butterfly. Oh my god, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't land with your knees straight; otherwise, they'll break. <laughs> so you gotta get like <laughs> your legs can't be straight be before like- you land. <laughs> You gotta bend him a little bit. He was like, bend them, bend them, bend them. <laughs> you almost broke both my legs. <laughs> so, so there are high risks. <laughs> there are high risks, people. Listen to your instructor. Listen to your instructor. You break your leg. He knows best. Oh, okay. Man, so let's do this. Okay, so I put this on the page the other day. What job would you have if money didn't matter? Ooh, I literally said this the other day, y'all. I would love to just do makeup, do my own makeup, put on really pretty clothes, and take pictures all day. Hey, and just eat and 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 just be. Waited on hand and foot. I think that is the most fun. Shopping. Oh is God. that No, but what job? That's oh, not a job. Is that a job? Models do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would model. Sorry. No, I'd be sorry. a model. But no. Okay, okay, okay. What would I do if money didn't matter? Right. Um, funny thing, money is important to me, but it's not that important to me. Mm. Um, 
clearly I could have got a desk job right out of college, but I wanted to do something that I loved, and I'm doing something things meaningful. that I love. So, money and what would it be? Um, That's a tough one. What job would you do if money didn't matter? So instead of doing whatever <laughs> you do now, what no, would you never do? Mind. But be a stripper. Yeah, I'd be a stripper. But I mean, um, they make good. Mo- you make good money. You could dance this. Yeah. So you 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 make a good income. I'd like to think I money I'd be able to make good money off my shape. I can't really do too much, but I've seen a lot of lazy strippers. So I yeah, feel like I have, and they make. A I'd lot make of money something. Too. Yeah, I'd, I'd do well. Hmm. If you have yours, you can go. I'm going to keep thinking about mine. Um. Because I, I I know what I would be, what I wish I would have stayed in school to be, but um, what I would be if money didn't matter, I would probably be like, literally like babysitter for like newborns and like six month old babies. Mm. You know how much I love babies. So right. I would just sit there and play with like tiny ass babies all day. I know I do that. I don't know how much they get paid, but the lifestyle I'd be living, I don't think it could fund what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So I'd probably like play with babies all day. If well, money didn't matter, I would just sit there and- well, Watch. If you are a nanny, nannies get paid pretty well. Um, and I do, I do nanny by the way. Shout out to the nannies out there. Um, but yeah, you would honestly get paid anything before six months. You can get paid crazy money. Yeah, it was expensive to send me to daycare. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, and for your child at the school I worked at, um, it was a thousand a month. Gee, so think about that investment. Um. That makes sense though, because yeah. for me it was two. It's a lot of it care. It was two oh seven per week yeah. to send me. A, Manny was tight, but we did it though. It was a lot. It's a lot. I, of my care baby had to be safe, honey. Constant. Care. Okay, well then let me switch this in. What, what job would you do, or do you wish you stayed like in school to do, mm-hmm. or something like that? Like in my case, I'd be an earth and space scientist. Okay. I love earth and space, with like a minor in oceanography or a special right. in this. So I know everything about the earth and space. You know how much the water freaks me out, right. but I know a lot about it. Right. So that would be my dream job had I been able to get past these math classes and science classes right. and math and math and math and math. math. Yeah, like Leah didn't have that in her, but in another life, that's me. Right. So, I thought longer about this. We had a little mini break. Mm-hmm. And I am really good at impersonating different people. Um, <laughs> when I was younger, I was even better at doing it. And my mom passed on the chance for me to be um, on Disney radio. And, you know, one of my cousins um, did it. You know, her mom told her about the experience and how much fun she's having and she has her own little show, and she just does these different voices. And I'm super dramatic. I've always been told, why don't you act? Do you act? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I would definitely be an actress, and I probably would be an impersonator. Like, I would be an impersonating actress slash actress. But, yeah, I'll do movies and TV shows, and I'll probably do things geared towards, like, children. Um, so I'll probably, be, I'll probably be on PBS Kids, definitely. Um, I prefer to work with those humans than anybody else. Mm, I love mm-hmm. I love children in mm-hmm, general. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I would definitely be an actress. And if money didn't an matter, it was what again? Um, an impersonator. If money didn't matter, as an impersonator. And then the job that you would have stayed for or in school for or whatever would have been a yeah. Work. I would have took. I would have probably taken acting more seriously. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I would have did that. Yeah, I can yeah. see you doing good at that. Yeah. All right. Well, I asked a few people that. Um, somebody said a food critic, and I was like, "That'd they be great." Paid. Don't they get paid a lot? No. 
Well, I think if if they oh, it doesn't matter if they yeah, matter, it doesn't matter. Yeah, though. but if money didn't matter, yeah, and I think that'd be a clutch ass drop. It too. would be like Taste food to to do stuff like that. <laughs> and you know how that much would be I like cool. to eat, or maybe like a professional traveler, like pay me to go. Right, Hylia, we need you to go to Aruba for three weeks. Right, and explore the hotels. Like, yeah. Sure. Try the food. Try this restaurant. Try this. Oh, Will yeah. do. That would be dope. And you're paying for everything. A fantastic. That would be dope. Mia has to come. So, talking about traveling, Mr. ASAP Rocky, have you heard about him being locked up over there in Sweden? Yes. How then you he feel got about to a fight with a couple of people, and yeah. he's being treated poorly. And Kim Kardashian asked the uh, president to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when I heard he was over there, I was like, "Oh no, poor ASAP." And then all these, from what I understand, the there's a recording of the whole back and forth of the fight or whatever. And he was defending himself. Like, that's not even up for debate. Like, he really was minding his business. Somebody was fucking with him. Fine. But everyone, like, standing for him, there's, like, a whole other group of black people that was just like, for what? Like, ASAP's the same guy that they asked about, like, Ferguson. And this guy said, I don't give a fuck about that. He was like, I live in Beverly Hills. Like. That, mm-hmm. that's not my life that's right. not my story that's not my whatever and so i'm just like mm. Mm. and this this is i don't know if you ever heard like people say that like watching you pray for or something like that because you <laughs> don't know what they did to get in this predicament <clears throat> now mm-hmm. i'm not saying that's the case but there was a there was a whole statement that he made like just regarding that stuff and so um some people were defending the fact that he probably was just frustrated at the point of them asking him that question right, because right. he went off about it but it's just like for you to really just be so dismissive of somebody literally just getting killed and just not caring. It's like, yeah, he's black. Yeah, I'm black. I clearly I'm black. But then to come out and say the fucked up part about I live in Beverly Hills and that's not my problem and stuff like that. It's just like, right. oh, you're a bit of a dick. So it's like, well, you know what? I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I got to go to work every day. So you being locked up in Sweden, I ain't even been to Sweden. Right. So maybe that's not my fucking problem. And maybe and I not. shouldn't really right. care that much. And so then it kind of comes into what, when does standing for a black person because they're black where are the limits with that type of stuff right because i can definitely see us revoking some of our care and frustration over him he right. deliberately didn't give a fuck about and mind you we don't live in ferguson either right but we care yeah so what i would say about that um i had a few conversations about um political things happening in the world and people of that status um either Staying out of it or standing for it. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people feel like ASAP. That's not my life. Like, people say it now. Like, it's starving children in Africa. My kids aren't starving in my house. Like, that is like a, a thing that people say. Um, so, there was some realism, but I think his sensitivity uh, was definitely just inconsiderate. Like, he was not being considerate of what happened there you know but he probably truly feels the way that he did he just should not have said what he said how he said it Mm -hmm. but i think people are entitled to feel like that's not my problem and this whole standing up for black people just because they're black um i have a problem with that for many reasons um goes back to free whoever if they did it they did it y'all like on some real t-shirts the t-shirts kill me and like it'll be one thing like the exonerated five like they did nothing to deserve that sentence yes we gonna free Corey. we gonna free the other four but, boys but to that was fair, on but it. we but but i'm sure their parents felt that way back then but the same way some of these people no no no, these no 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 so you know what that person did 
So you wanted them to be out, that's one thing. So, oh my gosh, like, how about please treat such and such in jail with some decency? <laughs> like, that should be on the shirt. It's very long, but <laughs> when people do, when long. people commit crimes, you you pay for your crimes. And I know at an alarming rate, black men, black people, colored people, minorities are going to jail at alarming rates. And they're sentenced, they're, over, they're being over-sentenced. So, let me just say that for the people out there like, what? No, let me say that. We are being, it's a dis- disproportionate rate. But at the same time, y'all, this is exactly how I feel about it. If sus did it, sus needs to go to jail and do her time. If anybody deserves oh. to go to jail for doing something unlawfully, then that's just what it is. Um, but standing for people just because they're black, you need to do some research because there's some pretty messed up people in the world regardless of what color they are. And it's like, Everybody say, oh, you only voted for Obama because he's black. Low-key, yes. Um, and <laughs> okay, yes. Um, that was my first time being able to vote right. as an American citizen, an 18-year-old at an HBCU, and it was a black man elected. I ain't know nothing about this man. And I voted for him because he was black. So I get to some degree why we do what we do because nobody supports us like they should. Um, people don't go to bat for us. People don't stand up for us so i know we have to do it for ourselves but i don't agree that that should be like the black thing do it because they're black no we need to do it because it's a good person like we need to research these people instead of just kind of like going out of our way just to do it because they're black you should go out of your way to do it because they're black and research them to make right. sure who you're following who you're putting your money towards who you're mm-hmm. supporting is actually for your community like you said in this case asap rocky ain't really caring about nobody else Mm-mm. other than himself so no. in this case, we gonna give him the same energy. Well, one one point me? of view I heard is that while ASAP says, you know, he lives in Beverly Hills and this isn't his problem or whatever, like you said, a lot of people may feel that way, mm-hmm. and they and and I get it because that reminded me of I have a friend. They kind of on he didn't say it as aggressively as Mr. Kodak said it, but basically he prefers light skinned girls. Mind you, he's blacker than me. Yeah, but he his preference. And, and my thing is that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But what I said to him, which is the same thing I'd say to Mr. ASAP or anybody else that has an opinion like that. There's nothing wrong with having that right. preference, but maybe you shouldn't fucking say it that's because it makes you sound like an exactly. asshole. And it's like you can't only like light skinned girls, even though you're blacker than this table that this laptop is on. Right. However, you can just just keep that to yourself. Yeah. You don't have to say it because it may, it brings more negative attention on right. you than anything else right. to just come out and say stuff like that and so it kind of goes in the same thing with asap maybe asap doesn't care about what's happening in ferguson mm-hmm. because he lives in beverly hills with the rich and the privileged but here we go like i live in fort lauderdale with the middle class or whatever the fuck we are and i don't give a fuck about your rich yeah definitely. you're in sweden give them the same locked energy. up so it's like there was a few people that brought it, it was a whole thread of it like y'all sitting here standing for asap he said this he said this he said this yeah. and there was a list of things yeah. like he even had his own light-skinned girls or white. like it, he had a whole list of things like yeah. if i find it i'll post it on the page but there's a lot of yeah weird things he said in regards to black people and we're sitting here yeah. giving a fuck about him and being that, locked up in sweden for what know, I'm not sure where ASAP is from. Uh, where is he from? Do you know? I have no clue. Um, but at the end of the day, that just sounds like you know self hate. That's what I chuck it up to. Any black issue in the community, I self hate, self hate. Um, Post traumatic slave syndrome. <laughs> um, I I'm sorry. I'm going to go to the death to that. Everything that we have going on, it is post traumatic slave syndrome, and I don't care. But yes, um, he's not a good person. Um, 
So the whole black community standing for him, give him the same energy he gave y'all when um, they were talking about Ferguson. Give well, him what, exactly what, what, what he gives is, back. Um, um, what a podcast. Uh, um, um, what's the freaking podcast? Jason Lee. I was listening to his podcast, and he was just like, maybe, because he's friends with ASAP Rocky. So he was like, maybe this situation is what it'll take for him to care, care more about black people and the way they're treated everywhere mm. else. And I'm like, you know, maybe, true. you know, true. And sometimes you need to feel it, you know, in order to care. But it's like, you ain't been rich your whole life. There's no fucking way That's you haven't saying. felt it. I don't know so where it's he's like, from. <laughs> if I knew where he's from. Has it? Does anybody know yeah. ASAP? So if anyone, when you guys listen to this. I'm about to Google it. We're going to Google. Where's ASAP Rocky from that he feels like black people problems? Apparently he hasn't had humble beginnings. No, he must have been rich from the get-go. <clears throat> Because how do you not care about black people just dying for no fucking reason? And it could be um, people, you know, forget where you came from because you're going where you where you are. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're you you're you're at the point of success. Um, all your family's taking care of whatever. So you totally forget about where you came from. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people in our community do that. Um, and. A lot of one percenters, like the Jack and Jill, like that's the foundation is black, mm-hmm. affluent black people. They don't give to causes that help their communities, their black communities. You know what I'm saying? So I honestly think it's like we have worked so hard to get to where we are. I'm not trying to think about poverty. I'm not trying to care about little Timmy or my, Auntie but Jane then, down So the, then that the, goes to what I road. said. Wow. Fine. I've worked so hard. If I'm a. A uh, professional basketball player, I bust my ass however long. Or I'm a rapper that finally made it and I got all this money or whatever it is. I've worked so hard, I don't want to think about poverty. Fine. You're a dick, but fine. But even still, again, it goes to where then just keep it to yourself. You don't have to publicly say shit like that because now you have these type of situations where a lot of people mm-hmm. just don't give a fuck about right. what happens to you because, you again, we care and we're just in fort lauderdale like we, you know whatever happened to ferguson has nothing to do with us either but at the same time right you know what i mean and then for you to have such a, a public voice and for you to be yeah. so well known and say some like disgraceful shit like that towards us it's just like all right asap like i don't give a fuck from harlem oh new york it's he hmm. it gotta be rough in new york in some areas and that where tiana from Harlem. A rose in Harlem. Hmm. Wow. Harlem, get your wow, friend. Wow, Sam. Get his ass. Wow. Okay. So while we're on the topic of these type of things and this self-hate stuff or whatever, Micah and I went to Las Olas. Um, the night we met up with Jordan. Shout out to Jordan. Um, hey, it was like a month or two ago now. Mm-hmm. About two. So we were coming back and some guys were like viciously. Not viciously. I'm they were just like trying to talk to Micah. And it was one of the guys who was trying to talk to Micah, trying to talk to Micah. And then Micah was like, no, I can't. And then his homeboy said, if she was light-skinned, she would have talked to you. What the fuck does that mean? I don't even understand that. Because usually you would hear guys preferring light-skinned girls. So... I get that, but he was like, if she was light skinned, she would talk to you, and I'm just like, so is that meaning that light mean? skinned girls talk to everybody? Is that what that means, light skinned girls? Huh? Do so y'all talk to everybody? Well, that's a messed up. Yeah, that's and that's a. And so I'm. I, I I wish I could talk to this young fella to figure out why he feels like that's the case. If she was light skinned, she would have talked to you. Huh. Hmm. Well, 
And you know, I have a light skinned friend in particular, Paige. She hates being called light skinned. She hates it. Um, every time somebody references the color of her skin, she gets very aggravated. Um, and I think most, I, and I feel most people need to start getting more outraged with that because there is a light skin privilege going around. Um, but you know, y'all get a different, y'all get a different type of attention. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it it's more glorified. It's more pri- privileged. You get more opportunities. Like that's kind of like how the world has painted it for black Americans who are, um, shades lighter. But at the same time, she hates it because of all the stereotypes that comes with being light-skinned. I'm pretty sure there's a lot. I don't know them all because I'm not light-skinned. I know all the stereotypes of being the dark-skinned girl. Yeah. All of them. Every single last one of them from hair to the type of food I eat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know them all. So um, I think it would be interesting to know, ladies, this is a question, light-skinned women, what are the stereotypes that people have assumed um, that you have because you're light-skinned? I only know a few. But his comments seemed as if he was saying all light-skinned women are low-key easy. Like, low you have a better key. shot of talking to a light-skinned woman than you do a dark-skinned woman. I saw um, one where they were like, all light-skinned girls have big foreheads. I thought that was funny. Oh, no, damn. I thought that was funny. That's a little, uh, that's better than calling a bitch true, easy. True, like, that's true. terrible. Yeah. But, okay, so then we had a guest at my house one night. And she's light-skinned, and so she just went on this whole rant about how she gets treated worse because she was light-skinned. It was the time y'all went to brunch, and I didn't come, but y'all came to my house that night. Mm-hmm. And I, did we watch, were we watching a show, or y'all just, I think y'all just came over. Just so came. Yeah, so she had this whole thing, and we're just going on. She was just like, no, you know, I'm treated worse because I'm light-skinned. And I I was like, where? What world do you live in? Yeah, where where are you treated worse for that? So I, I want to say she was just tipsy or something because, for one, she was getting on my fucking nerves. And you can see it on my face when I'm aggravated. And we were in my house. so it, She was this close, y'all, to getting kicked the fuck out. She was loud, too. She's a little belligerent. But yeah. she had this whole back and forth about how, you know, she's just treated really bad because she's light-skinned and dark-skinned girls get it better. And we were just like, nah. me and Mike were just like, we don't – where does that happen? Where? Where? In what way? Right. In and what regard? Be realistic about it. Like, just historically, light-skinned people get treat, treated better. better. That so, is a historical. That's not even And a, she had no legit examples. Like, she had no legitimate examples of what happened. And I, I just kept asking, where? When? What happened to you for you to feel that way? And I think that's that, that's that, um... That shame of being light-skinned and mm. all of that coming with the privilege. I think the, the, the same thing goes for white people who say slavery wasn't that bad. It's the shame that makes you feel like, I can't believe we did that. It had to be for a good reason, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Light-skinned people get treated bad, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, trying to even the playing field because of... Um, you feel bad that you get treated better because of your skin tone. Some people, like I said, Paige hates it. She doesn't like anything that comes with that. So she tries to say, no, I'm brown. I'm brown. Like, she makes that a, a, a thing. So I feel like the only way that I can give this girl any kind of slack, because it did not make any sense, because she could not give us any references mm-hmm. to what she was talking about, is she didn't want to be singled out like every other light-skinned girl that has hella privilege in front of a room, in a room full of darkies, essentially. <laughs> oh, gosh, darkies. That's what they call those guys. That's what they call those back they in the day, guys. We were darkies. Um, but yeah, so it. I, 
Come on, y'all. Just be realistic. Colorism is so real. It is. And, and I think so. That's why she annoyed me. And at this point, you know, I'm going to chuck it up to her just being drunk or just because they went to brunch that day and they had a good time. I saw the snap. So everybody had a good time. <laughs> but she oh, <laughs> she, she went on and on about that. And it was like, baby girl, that's not that's not the case. And so it, it was annoying for me. It even goes to where um, these white girls now like there was a whole thing a couple months ago where the white girls like they put on this makeup and they literally get shades like mad darker and they look super tan but yeah. a lot of these white girls actually look black they just look like light skin yeah, girls yeah they get or whatever. gigs based off of it did you what hear the, that part no i, did, I didn't know yeah they, so they um based off that. it was a blackface situation and amanda seals kind of talked briefly about it um but yeah it was a white woman who was a model and I mean, white woman, like freckles, white, white. Like, yeah, I think she even had red hair, to be honest. Oh, she was a ginger. She dyed her hair. Gingers are cute. She dyed her hair. Um, oh, she did. And she got lip injections. And when she put her makeup on, and she tans. So she tans. She, when she puts her makeup on, so she, she looked like a light 355. She looked foreign. She did not look like a European woman. She looked. Like she was from an island or she was Latin or she was a light-skinned black woman. The hairstyles that she also did Mm. resembled what black women do to their hair when it's straight or when it's curly. So it was even on the reel. And they put a picture of her, normally, Susan, Mm. walking down the street. And then uh, Keisha on the left. And they're the same person. And she got hella gigs because of that look. She wasn't getting booked for Susan. She was getting booked for Keisha. So there's that whole thing to say, you know, people love exotic looking women. People love um, light skinned women. They love women of color because it's creative in our hair or whatever. But yeah, and she literally said, no, I was not doing this to look black. Like I I am actually part black. Like she went on, but Mm -mm. her mother and her father are white. Mm. So she tried to make it a thing where, no, I'm not doing this so that I can basically, it's, it's appropriation. It's appropriation on that, another yeah. level. So women are doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> changing their skin tone because it does matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it is favoritism towards that. So on the grits, people. Are, the, 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 one, the one that I saw, they had at least four or five different like, you know, Instagram models, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they looked black. Like, they didn't look exotic. They looked like black women. Right. And I, I just thought they were just, like, light-skinned girls mm-hmm. from whatever. But then they showed their before and after. And it's like, you go down their whole, like, page. And she had one picture of her looking the way she normally looked. Mm-hmm. But it was the most recent one. And it was because yeah she was getting, like, chewed out about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, sis looks, like, not black as fuck, but black as fuck. You know what I mean? And it was like, damn. So being black is cool. It is. Oh, my gosh. Check that out. It's been cool, though. They they want you to believe it's not. And so they just take everything and put it on themselves and then call it cool. Mm. So everybody listening out there, black is beautiful. You're beautiful. You've been worth it. You've been the shit. They just, it's just hard to um, admit for other. And that and that um that reminds me of my kids. So I went natural. It's been three years now. Mm-hmm. May made three years. So I went natural three years ago. And I, Micah had been trying to get me to go natural for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I don't have time <laughs> to deal with you know all this. And so her her sell to me was, 
because of your texture, you'd be able to do wash and goes. I was like, I don't know what that is, but whatever. So what pushed me to, to go natural was my kid. My daughter was like, she was like three at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was stuck on Frozen and In love with every Elsa, single Jesus. day. So I did her hair, you know, one day. And I like, you know, I was stretched it a little bit. Like I was pulling it. It was wet. And it was like curled up. It was really cute. She had like a curly fro. And Mia started like boo-hoo crying. She was just like, I'm not pretty. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, it doesn't look like Elsa. And I got instantly aggravated because I'm like, this bitch is not even real. <laughs> it's, my baby wants to look like. my baby. Yes. And I, I was so so hurt and at the time i don't know i i either i either just got weave out or was weaved up one of them and i was just like my baby sees shit like this and just feels like this is how people are supposed to look Mm -hmm. and i look crazy so i you know she was crying i started crying i told her you're beautiful it's okay i told her dad he had a whole hissy fit about it he was like this is crazy so i went natural after that after that i was like you know what forget it hybrid looks coming out my head i'm gonna show you that so mia is about to be seven she's gonna be seven next month and Mia's like gun-ho about her hair now like you know because I had to cut all my hair off Mike could cut all my hair off or most of it like I had like a baby fro it was cute and Mia was dying laughing she was just like oh mommy I have way more hair than you I was like true true you know you lit and she loves these type of things now and this is even like um when I like take my daughter to the store we only buy black dolls Right. So we only buy blessed, only black Barbies in the house. We had a whole bunch of Anna and Elsa's. I bought one of them in a long time because of this. I do think representation is important. When I was growing up, I had a million Barbies and I had like six baby dolls. Like I've been baby crazy my whole life. So back then there weren't that many black dolls, mm-hmm. right? There were no black Barbies at all. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, how old are we now? That I'm well, thinking back the Kenya then. doll. I had a Kenya doll when I was six. Okay, I had a, I had Barbies. Yeah. So I had Mad Barbies and they were all white. And, and that was the case. And so, but Mia, we only buy black dolls. You know, we only buy black Barbies, black babies or whatever. And it was funny because the last time I took her to the store to buy her doll, um, a lady, a black girl was in there. She's mm-hmm. with her kid or her niece. I'm not sure, but it's another little girl. And so we're in there and I was like, all right, Mia, you know, you can only get the black one. She was like, yeah. I said, what about hers? No, I didn't even say it yet. Uh, mommy was like, she was like, um, mommy, what about her? She's brown. And I was like, yeah, she's brown. And then I showed her like this black doll. Like sis had a fro. She had on like like mm-hmm. this african print diva she, yeah she was and i was like look at this chocolate queen and so mia was just like yeah yeah i want this one i want the chocolate queen i was like cool so she got the chocolate queen and then the girl the girl that was next to me she was looking and she was like get get a black doll mm-hmm. get a black doll so i started laughing she's like is that what you always do and i was like yeah like mm-hmm. since the, for at least like four years now that's been the case since that whole episode when she was three mm-hmm. it's like we only get black dolls and manny knows so like even when he used to take her out mm-hmm. he was like you know you got to get like ethnic dolls your mama gonna be tripping you're absolutely right. goddamn right i am gonna trip do not bring these white dolls in here yeah. nobody in here looks like that. and it's just representation i want everybody to understand that Every time a black person goes hard for another black person or a black person goes hard for a black cause, it's not to shame anyone else. I don't want other, and I call other anybody who is not African-American, African skin, African descent, black, Negro, whatever, however colored, however you identify. Um, if you are other, don't feel like you're being attacked. Don't feel like we don't like you. Don't feel like we don't support you, but we just go extra hard for our own because no one else does. So when Leah makes it a point to make sure that her daughter gets representation on all on all ends, especially when it comes to dolls that she plays with, 
then that's because she's trying to instill in her daughter that she's enough, that she's worth it, that she's beautiful. Um, my grandma bought me a white doll for Christmas one year. And my grandma is kind of out of touch, but she's like super <laughs> old. She is. So I think she just tried to do something nice to be real. Shout out to Nana. But literally, she's 94. She just turned 94. So shout out to my granny. Um, literally got home. Mind you, I had a black Kenya doll. I didn't play with dolls. I played with frogs and dirt. So I was not a doll type of kid. But when I did get one, it was a Kenya doll. And she had braids and a kente dress. Like, it was super cute. I didn't play with her, but she was really cute. <laughs> but when I got home, my mom saw that I had the doll. Like, I was kind of holding her. Like, you know, like I you was cradling like, her. You know, cradling her. Your bosom. And I was like, oh, what is that? So then. <laughs> Shout out to I said. I you know, said, Granny got me no, this doll for go. Christmas. She was like, give me that. So she took it. I never saw <laughs> the it again. The last you ever never saw, saw it again. And of her. she told my dad, she was like, tell her, do not buy my daughter white dolls. We do not play with white dolls in this house. She needs to know that the representation um, for beauty and for blah, blah, blah is, is what she looks like. So please buy things that represent her. So my dad, of course, he was out of touch as well. He was like, well, baby, it's a doll. She said it's more than that. So don't do it again. And tell your, tell your mom not to do that again. Tell so your mother. That's the last time I saw Susie. So, uh, well, you, so you know. for me, and I don't feel the need to give a disclaimer. Like for other, know, no, no, it. no, they don't need it because we don't get disclaimers. Cats. We don't get disclaimers for. But that's what makes us different. But that's what I'm saying. Me deciding in my house that. I, as a black woman, wants to give my black kid black right. dolls. That has nothing to do with other right. Andy, Sandy, Matt, nothing. Like, right. you know, it, it, it has nothing to do with that. So right. I I say it all the time. I say it, like, every time we go out, yeah. black dolls. And I don't, it could be 66 white people next to me. You're right. going to hear that black girl tell her black kid that we're going to get black dolls. Yeah. And that's just kind of end of it. I, right. And if you, if white people feel no need to... Give us disclaimers for why commercials only sh- like mostly white people. There's, right. I there's I have no disclaimer at all to give about why there's right. no black dolls in my house. Right. It's between me and how I want to raise my kid. Right. They gotta just. And I say that. I wish somebody would come to me and say, "Why do you only let your kid play with that?" Excuse. And that me? that'll be a teachable moment. But yeah, so like I said, the, what I did say is we are different, and we are used to being oppressed, and we are used to being mistreated, and we don't want anybody else to feel that way. Um. So I think that's why. Um, we tiptoe around certain issues because we know how it feels. And I know most times it's uncomfortable to kind of adjust that. So you are a opinionated, strong, direct person that can easily say in front of a crowd of 66 white people that, hey, we're only getting black dolls and have no effect. I know a lot of black people that couldn't do that. No qualms. Um, because it's it's just uncomfortable um, to do because it, then you have to bring attention to you being black and them being white. I mean, and but it, it, it depends because it's also in a situation where me in the middle of Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey! But, this, but this isn't about your situation. We're only getting the black one. Yeah, this isn't about your situation. I'm just talking about in general because every time we say that we're supporting us and we're doing things for us, blah, blah, blah. It seems to be a problem. They always think that it's because it's in spite of them or we don't like them or we're against them. It's not about that. So I only drove that point home for you. To look inside yourself and stop thinking everything is about you because yeah, it's not. It's not. The point is representation, representation is very important for very our people important. because we've been lost for so long. So 
please get off of your high horse when you hear any black mother or black father say anything that is just about their ethnicity to their kids or to their family or whoever's around. Take yourself out of it. Stop being sensitive because you honestly don't have the right to be. And if you are being sensitive, then that's something that you need to ask yourself because you may truly be a racist. And that may be hard Mm. to admit. Nobody it. wants to swallow that. I pill. get it. Nobody wants yeah. to deal with Nobody that. Nobody wants to be racist. Or think about it. I totally get it. I mean, people hate you for that. Well, so. that's like what what I can say um, for other black moms, black dads out there when it comes to representation for your kids. As I mentioned, like I went natural for my daughter because she thought she wasn't pretty because she did not look like an animated character. This was a white woman with white hair. And it was a nice, long, you know, it was a nice little braids his head. Yeah. Like Elsa shit was late. But my kid felt like she was not pretty. She was three and she was crying hysterically because she did not look like that. Right. And that was it for me. Like I was over right. it. So like literally, I didn't tell you this. This happened to me when I was taking Mia's beads out last week. Mm-hmm. Mia, um, I had to use like the spray bottle a little bit because, you know, you keep in the hair too long. All that the like. Knots, yeah, yeah. little not. So I'm doing Dirty. that to get it out. And then Mia pulls a piece of hair. And she's like, oh, mommy, look at it. It curled. It's so pretty. I started crying. I was so happy because yeah. this is exactly how her hair looked yeah. years ago. And my baby felt like she wasn't pretty because she didn't look like fucking Elsa. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, shout out to Micah because it does need to be said. It is yeah. not, it's not to offend <laughs> you. It's right. how I want to raise my kid. And right. I would recommend anybody listening. If you do hear somebody say it to the kid, please leave them alone. Yeah. Don't say nothing. That's and don't ask raise. them why. Exactly. Just keep shopping. Right. Just keep shopping. Just keep shopping. Do not ask them why they only want black dolls for their child. Yeah. Because, Lord have mercy. Yeah, it's a real thing. And I think the black community can do a lot better at um, being intentional about the way that they're treating their kids and what they're telling them and how they're supporting them and why they're doing the things that they're doing. Like, don't just do things because, like, be intentional. She intentionally went natural because something happened to her kid that could honestly change her perception of herself for the rest of her life that's mm. deep it so is deep that's it's really deep so I and you know like what we're dealing with right now mia's been in the sun a lot for the summer and mia is tanned like yeah. mia is tanned so mia she tiptoes around when she says things when it comes to like black or whatever she mm-hmm. tiptoes around them around me because i'm like pro-black at this point so it's like no 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 we like this and you know whatever so she's like mommy but I'm so dark right here. I don't want to be darker. I was like, why not? She's like, not like that, mommy. I don't mean like that. I was like, okay, I'm just, yeah. I'm just asking. You but know, what is it? I you know? just put a post up. Yeah, I saw I your just post. just put the yeah, post. Yeah. You guys follow me on Facebook. Yeah. I wrote a post and I was like, do you feel a way when people say that you've been in the sun for too long or people say you've gotten darker? And a lot of people have said, I used to feel a way. I used to be uncomfortable. I used to feel bad. I used to feel unattractive because obviously um, the stereotype is darker means unattractive and darker is not what you want to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Aruba. I am blessed. I'm, I am good. Like I'm really glowing. Look I'm good. really a shiny brown I right now. Out. And like- um, I did feel a way when that happened. So I think it's very important when we talk to our kids, when they come back in the house, don't be like, dang, you got dark. <laughs> or, dang, you been in the sun for too long. Sus. Like, dad, bro, uncle. Come on, y'all. Like, <laughs> dad, bro, uncle, I know grandma. Y'all do that. I feel like it's maybe grandma. Just, just tell us. Grandmas be a little frisky. Just with tell it. us we smell like grass because we do. They do smell Don't like outdoors. Go in Nobody depth likes about that. my shade because that's going to make me feel away because it's a negative thing. 
how you said it was not like, ooh, look at what the sun did to you. It was like, dang, look at what the sun did to you. Like, and my mom used to do everything. that to me. My mom did that to me. And they don't and know that they're doing that. No, no. That. She did the, like, I went to Disney World for the first time when I was seven, right? And um, we lived in Detroit at the time. So we came here, which is so funny that we live here now, but whatever. And um, I got, like, super tan. And my mom, my mom and Micah's mom are, like, high yellow. So they, my mom thinks my skin is, like, my mom beautiful. Too. She's like, oh, my gosh. I wish I was like. And when I was younger, I wish I looked like my mom. I literally used to ask her, was I adopted? Because you are very light. Like, my mom is, like, and then we lived in Michigan, so it was cold. Mm-hmm. So my mom was, like, pale. So it was like, we're not, this. I couldn't have came out of there. There's no way. So my mom used to tell me, oh, my gosh, you look so good. And I had got, like, a super tan. And it's funny because my hair pretty was pretty much out, like how Liana's hair looks around all the time. Mm-hmm. Liana's my little sister. And my mom would just tell me how beautiful I looked. And, oh, baby, I love your skin tone. And it's so nice and tanned. And I was like, thanks yellow person you know like whatever right. but I, these things i think are very very oh, very important mm-hmm. to tell young girls and not just young black girls but young black men you know mm-hmm. i don't know what the young black men struggle is well we can figure that out but i definitely know what the young black girl struggle is between our hair and between being too dark you know someone put on the freaking i put up a post on one of the questions on the podcast and this girl said uh, it was what do you wish you could tell your 15 year old self now and she said, I wish I could tell my 15-year-old self that you're not a burnt biscuit or something like that. Aww, and I was like, somebody baby. said that to you? She was like, they said a lot of things like that to yeah. me. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. I yeah. wish I would hear somebody saying that to a freaking little black kid so I could yeah. just light their ass up. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. And I was, that almost I, made me cry, bro. What That's I terrible. did think when you said, um, said it's little black boys, and correct me if I'm wrong. I almost feel like you get a pass for being dark if you're a guy. Like, mm. I feel like they don't get as much scrutiny as women get for being dark. It's always just like this dark, tall, and handsome. Like, that's the thing. Do you know that I'm not even talking about black men? Did you know that? that yeah, like, I know. That it's not, and but it's I a tan white man. How, I'm saying, Hilarious. How is a white man dark? Anyways, but tall, dark, and handsome. That whole thing has nothing to do with black men. But, um... I almost feel like I don't know, and I guess because I'm a I girl. I can see that. I, I can I guess, see that. I yeah. would. I would think that maybe the only time, and it's not. I black guys, please tell us what right. the struggle is as black guys. We know what black girls go through, obviously, but right. Um, I would think maybe like if he's really, really, really dark. Yeah. But I can see maybe if he get teased from that. But yeah. like a normal black yeah. guy, I can't see. Yeah. I I've never heard it. Let me not say that. Yeah. I've never seen what the teasing or whatever right. was from that. But to be fair, I've always been this color. Maybe maybe a little lighter. Like when I lived in Michigan, because mm-hmm. you know I wasn't in the sun as much. But um, I didn't get teased. Me neither. You know I didn't get teased, but yeah. I do know. That it's happened. Like, right. I've seen it or I've heard it. And right. I do remember as a little kid feeling like, my mom is way lighter than me. Why am I so dark? And I had issues with that. But it didn't last very long because I had a mother who constantly told me how much she wished she looked like me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I do that with my kid. Like, me, oh, my gosh, your hair is so nice. I wish my hair was like this. And she'd be like, I know, mommy. And my kid is something else. So, now I think Mia has gone over the little hump. So, I, I ain't got to worry about her right. anymore. She's, she's fine. <laughs> Sis is pretty content with herself. But I do think it's very, 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 very important. Parents, 
black parents to please tell your kids that they're good enough please let them know that this skin color is fantastic and that post i think i sent it in one of our group chats one time it was like when you see a little dark skin girl please tell her that she's beautiful she should not have to wait until she's in college to know that to know that she's beautiful the way she looks her complexion the natural hair i always see the post about when you support natural hair don't just support the a 3b do the fours and stuff like that too because it's true if you if you're team natural hair then you're team all of it and having kids and you can just really really change their whole outlook on stuff because when they go to school little kids are mean yeah, they are. As fuck. Like, they're yeah, they mean. Are. So, yeah. you know, try to build up a, 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 a wall of, of security there for your mm-hmm. kid before you send them yeah. out into this harsh world. Yeah. You know, my kid is super straight, and we're going to keep doing that because she has so everyone around me at this point, I think, at least on my side, is natural. Yeah. So what else is me and no? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And we constantly tell her how cute she is, what she does need. At this point, we she might need to stop. Need yeah, we need to stop telling her she look good. She's like, I know. Yeah, we need to humble, <laughs> we need to humble her a little I bit. I know. I don't Jesus. know how. But um, I just think it's, it's really yeah. important to do that. So, yeah. you know, I'm team make kids feel good. I saw um, a little black girl the other day, and I told her she was really pretty, and she yeah. said thank you. And she, out of, she wasn't just like, oh, thank you. She was just like, thank you. Almost mm-hmm. like, who is this weird woman woman you. trying to kidnap Thank me you. maybe right but in my heart i was like oh my gosh nobody tells you this enough yeah. I, that's how i felt but who knows maybe she thought right. i was a predator so that's right. good she was skeptical <laughs> of so my I approach think it's really um important to notice when you're feeling a certain way based off of the whole colorism thing um is it the frog no so and we'll it was funny because <laughs> someone you don't you don't consider because i've never been attacked for my color nobody's mm-hmm. ever cracked on me because i was too brown or too whatever i just didn't have that thing i had the whole tall thing and i wasn't really picked on i wasn't bullied at all i think because i was tall but um somebody was like uh trying to basically compare it was like oh yeah so like micah you're a dark-skinned woman so mind you the whole dark skin, like, you know, it's like light skin, brown skin, dark skin, right? Like, it's kind of like a three. I always, it's like levels, light skin, dark right? Skin, brown skin. So it's light, brown, and dark. You know what I'm saying? So, we be what? Brown? So when the person was like, oh, yeah, so you're a dark skin woman. Like, they said you're a dark skin That's woman. That's how I describe so myself. I wasn't describing myself as dark skin. I was mm. describing myself as brown. Mm. So when I felt away when they called me dark, I said, why do you feel that way, sis? So... When you have those feelings about, you know, the stereotypes and the colorism, the things that we feed ourselves about what's attractive and how people feel about colors and, you know, the levels of beauty and all that, like, you need to, like, self-assess. Like, I had to really be like, why Why did I even feel away when they called me dark skin? So, you you brown. Like, you brown brown. Like, you you dark. You're, You're dark skin, right? So, I've never said that about myself. I've always called myself brown. So, because of that... I was like, okay, so you just need to go ahead and convert over to dark skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, just cut all the middleman out because what you're doing, you're just trying to pacify that you're not as dark. So, well, what Mia does is when, and I say, you know, we're black. She's like, but we're not black. We're brown. Because essentially we are brown. And I was like, all right, cool. So Mia says brown people. Mm-hmm. So like I told you the story earlier. Oh, mommy, can I get this doll? She's brown. Mia doesn't say black. She says brown. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with that. And we're not black. And yeah, I'm be, cool with that. And to be real, black was made up. To be honest. Oh. And so if you really want to really okay. historically go there, black was made up. Um, because they were trying to figure out what else to call us because we weren't lighter. So black kind of came about. And we're not black. Black is the color of it. Yeah. Now, My daughter. I do know. Doesn't. Some Nigerians that are, that are black. Yeah. 
um, like close super to the sun. white teeth. People that are close to attractive. the sun. But the majority of us are not black, like the color black. It's, they're not. But even if we were, whatever it is, what it is. It is, um, what it is. So, yeah. So, colorism is real. And um, yes. self assessed about the way that you're talking about color in your household, especially to your children. Please cut out the sun comments, okay? That, That's what that happens Micah's gears. when you're in the sun. I hate it. And I, you just see little kids' faces when you say it. Jesus, they look torn. Really? Like, it's this whole, like, <laughs> dramatic scene after you say, oh, you done, so got, you, done got, you done got dark. That sun you done, done got, got black you. Like, Duh, mom. Goddamn, Try goddamn, it sometime. In the goddamn, call some melanin. Goddamn, well, yeah, oh, yeah, and and brothers and fathers, I'm I. Just as a suggestion, but I do suggest getting black dolls for your kids. I just think it's a good representation. I saw white dolls a lot, and in the midst of seeing that, I used to ask my mom if I was adopted. So I'm just going based off what I felt. Right. My kid went from wanting to look like Elsa to literally picking the blackest doll is a Barbie. And sis had the fro, and had, as she calls her her chocolate queen, I said I'm cool. Ah. And she's like, "Mommy, can I?" T-? She calls her chocolate queen. Can I take chocolate queen to school? Yes, you can. And make sure she comes back ah. with all her accessories. She Don't know. lose shoes or nothing. And Mia comes right back with chocolate queen and all that. Please so you know, parents do that. Um, just please, just encourage your kids to love themselves. All yes. right, last thing on this episode, I wanted to talk about supporting your friends in their businesses right and again most of the friends all the friends i know that have businesses are black so i'm kind of talking about that but it's like you i have you know micah micah has multiple things that micah does we got Paige, Paige's fitness queen you know we have friends we have people around us that do so many things and i get very aggravated when there's an idea of if i'm getting something for micah well micah has to give me some type of discount because like mm-hmm. it's micah and whatever the places that you go to get whatever service Micah provides, I guess for the most part, let's say hair. Micah does hair, right? So if anybody wants to get their hair done from Micah and they ask me how, does, how much does Micah charge, I'll direct them to Micah or I'll tell Micah to tell me and I send it on. If Micah says $1,000, either pay it or go somewhere else. Because if someone else told you that, depending on who the words, you would do it. It just kind of is what it is. I don't like the idea of getting it from my friend should automatically mean it's a discount. I don't think that's something that you should just expect to be handed to you or given to you. And even if they're not your friend, they're just another fellow black person out there doing their thing. I don't think it should be a given that you get some type of discount. Now, if they offer it, by all means, if you want to, sure, especially if it's something expensive, right? But in Micah's case, it's Micah, your shirts are how much? Well, $18 for 20 in person. Okay. (laughs) My hats are $30-something dollars maybe. I know people who literally spend like $100 on their nails. Yeah. And you can't like buy a t-shirt for $20 or you can't buy a hat for $30 mm-hmm. or if they throw parties, you know, and I'm, I pay to go to most of the parties I go to now just because I feel like it just, I prefer those parties, but still you, you spend that amount of money on your nails on the, right. the new Jordans that you want, the fresh outfit, your hair, especially hair is expensive. So mm-hmm. if you can do all these things for these type of things, please support fellow black businesses without expecting there to A be handout. some type of, yeah, yeah. because this or person freebie. has bills they need to pay. You know, as a business owner, everything that's in me in a call, I put in me in a call. 
I don't have freebies to give out. And to be fair, no one's asked me for them, but I've seen that happen for other people in their businesses. Or I even know somebody who used to have a company and he was like, um, his friends never bought any of the stuff. They just expected him to give them mm-hmm. ones for free. And that bothered me so much because I'm just like, I was dating this person and I bought one of what they had. And I'm like, if I'm with you and I'm paying for it, why do they feel like it's something that should just be handed to them mm-hmm. on the strength of we boys, so you should just do it. Right. So I think you should take a good look into that. And I did see a post up that said, if your friends have businesses and you're not supporting them, then what are you doing? And I think that's a really good question. Right. So um, I had a conversation with someone um, a while ago talking about this. And you may not like the product. How about that? You may not like okay. the hat. You may not like the shirt. You were like, you know what, sis? I see what you're doing. I don't like it. Personally, I wouldn't wear it. You know what I'm saying? You're entitled to that. Yeah. But as simple as posting or reposting, um, our friends have this thing where we have something going on. We have an event. We put it in a group chat. Hey, guys, whenever you get the time, can you post this? People, you need to ask your people to help you out. Because yeah. sometimes they're not going to do it themselves. And that's okay, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's no you gotta give you, a They just don't even think about it. They don't it. think like, about it. Them putting it in the group chat does help. Right? And I'm like, okay, cool. And that the group chat's been muted. But if they'll but, tell me, leave, yeah. okay, cool. And so, I'll post it. And it's. At the end of the day, you gotta ask for help too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hey, can y'all post at five o'clock on Wednesday? It gets the most traffic. I need people to show up. Boom. For the most part, everybody does it. And if they're a little 30 minutes late, they did it. You know what I'm saying? So, um,. We make it our business now to ask each other because in the beginning mm-hmm. when I was doing my thing, um, I would get a repost here and there, a share here and there. But I think because I already knew how this process was going to go and because I have a lot of supporters, I have a lot of friends, um, I didn't ask them to repost or share anything. Um, they did every now and then, but I also didn't hold it against them. Um, I wasn't, I don't remember being mad at anyone for not mm-hmm. reposting or doing it because um, I did it enough for myself and I feel like, uh, eventually, you know, I'm gonna get the people that I need. Yeah. Um, but also, um, there's really something to be said about what Leah said about the whole freebie thing. Like, you should be wanting to give me extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, yeah. if a hat is thirty, you should want to put an extra two or three dollars on that thing. Yeah. Um, if you can, you know what I'm saying. And um, support does not just go one way it's not just monetary like you can support in many ways you can show up to the event you know what i'm saying you couldn't pay for it but you're there and you're helping passing things out and you are assisting people and you're making sure everybody's good like whatever yeah. the event is whatever it is you can support in multiple ways so i know a lot of people feel like you're not supporting if you ain't paying the good thing about all of this is it's not just monetary yeah. you can support in a thousand and one ways but they just need to feel that you're there so yeah, and and yeah, I, I that's what I'm saying. I just feel like it's um, cause I saw what you said about you may not like the products. So this was like mm-hmm. a year or two ago I saw this, and they were just like, yeah, just because you have a business doesn't mean I have to support it, cause I don't even like what it is. And my thing is, I get that, you know, you you don't, ha- but like you said, you don't have to like what it is. Right. You don't have to be a dick about it though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like if <laughs> right. you're, yeah, if someone's starting a business or whatever, like I'm not telling you you have to eat the food if you don't like the way it looks you don't have to buy the hats if you don't like the way they fit you don't have to buy the t-shirts if it's not your swing but um i again i think it's true like if your friends have businesses and you're not supporting them and what are you doing and i'm i'm i believe that that's the case 
Like, you that's hating. what you're doing. You hate You hating. Or, or and, and you know what? Here's what I always say. I'm big on, like, me and Mike are really big on self-assessing. And for me, if Micah says, I'm making T-shirts. If my, my, as her, obviously, I'm her friend. So, the first response, I'm obviously happy for her. But if we're not close, we weren't as close as we were. And Mike is making shirts. And my initial response isn't, oh, my gosh, I'm really happy for her. Or I just don't even care at all. Anything else in between these two, you got to ask yourself why that's the case. If you feel any ounce of negativity at all, Mm -hmm. why would you feel negative about Micah making shirts? Right. Why would you feel negative about Leah making hats? Why would you feel negative about Leah starting a podcast? There's a lot of things you need to ask yourself. Why does me saying this, Micah announcing this, why, why would that somehow manifest some negativity you need to have a cell you need to sit down and have a talk with yourself and right. figure out what the fuck is wrong with you or what it is that's generating these type of feelings because this is a positive thing whether you like it or not and if you don't like it why yeah you know what i mean so right. i think i don't know i that kind of threw me off because anytime i if i know of a business that someone's having i try to support it anyway i know a girl that makes soaps i bought soaps um i know a girl that sells lipstick i bought lipstick there's another girl that sells clothes i tried to get it on there but i got to email her personally Mm -hmm. so i do that Um, i try to support in any type of way because i do i easily spend we talked i spend like 60 dollars on food so if i can do that you know what today we're gonna spend 30 dollars on food (laughs) and we're gonna spend the other 30 Buying something that supports this situation, whether or not. Right. I got a friend that was selling jewelry. I don't even think she, she, when I ordered it, she texted me and was like, babe, I wasn't even really doing this that much anymore. Like, you're like the first order I've gotten in a long time. And literally, all this jewelry is still in the bag. I don't wear jewelry like that at all. Right. But I was proud of her. I was like, you know, shout out to you for venturing out and trying something new. Right. I spent a light little 20 something dollars and it was, it was nothing. And that's right. just showing support in some type of way. So, just think about that again. If you're not, mm-hmm. if you're not, if it's not a happy feeling you get when you see this, or right. if you just in general don't care, like right. you have no feel at all, but you get like a negative feeling, you need to ask yourself why. Because mm-hmm. it, it can't really be anything else but hate. Yeah, like that kind of sounds like hate. Yeah, you and know I know I mean? people repost ridiculous things like fights. I hate Frogs. watching fights. Um, cats, but you know these are things that they like you know what i'm saying so i'm not trying to tell you or monitor your page um but like i said this goes back to you asking the people to share something of yours because people are entitled to put whatever they want on their page and they may not want a whole bunch of mixtapes honestly (laughs) y'all to be real like don't don't do the struggling rappers like that manny Manny Fresh, Manny. bro. You Shout snapped on that uh, Meg yeah. the Stallion beat, bro. Shout you snapped. Personally, I don't want it on my page. I don't want certain things on my page, and, I, and I'm entitled to do that, but I like it. You feel me? Like, if somebody asks me uh, about up-and-coming rappers, I got a whole list of them. But it's just certain things that I just don't want to repost because of the content that you're saying. You may be cursing. You may. It's just certain things I don't want on my page. You know what I'm saying? So you got to respect that, too, but... To ask a friend, bro, can you share this at this time? You know what I'm saying? Like, you repost ridiculous things all day. All day. The least you can do is report, is repost that I'm having Not a pop-up report. shop from 3 to Don't 5. Report. Don't report us, please. Don't no report, abuse. Please. Um, no spam. The least you can do is shout us out at 5 o'clock or just mention in your story. I don't even care where it goes, but if they ask you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't have a problem doing it. Because if you do have a problem doing it, you're just mad that they got up and did something that you didn't. Yeah. So, 
all those people feeling a way, you may want to start your things. You may ask some questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want what they have, hey, I just read a post today that says, stop thinking the market is too oversaturated. Because it's not. You know, we need to see more people doing more things um, alike because somebody's gonna have something different to offer, bro. Like right. Apple and That's Samsung, prime example. Like, it's mad makeup things, and Riri came out with Fenty. I got mad and Mac because and Fenty of the shades. She did something different with something right. that has been lasting. It's been here for forever. Women are always gonna wear makeup, always, but not enough representation for black women. You know, and, and the shades that they wear and how they can blend. Like, she changed the game. And then Kylie bit off of that. Ooh. And that's what that's what competitors do. That's what businesses do. So, at the end of the day, stop thinking that it's oversaturated markets. Because you can always take one thing, reinvent it, and make it your own. So, Ooh. don't be all salty about the businesses that your friends are starting or your co-workers are starting. If you want to start something, just do it. I say it on my page all the time. Take action, bro. Yeah, Stop feeling not, crazy and do it. It's, it, it's <laughs> and, uh, for every little, my two things that I started, me and Nicole and this, it, I got a lot of questions on how did you do this? Why did you do this? Or how did you figure this out? And I answered every single one. It wasn't ever like a, I can't share this information because it's not. Right. Lit, like nothing I've done has been rocket science. And why you, you not have to fig- Yeah, boom. You don't want nobody to step on figure your toes. It out you don't want nobody to do figure better. Figure it out and do what you got to do. And inside of my podcast, I got two really weird responses from two people that I didn't expect. And I was pissed about it. I called Micah and I think I called Tarsha about the other person and just went off about both. And you know they gave me nice words of encouragement because I'm not, I'm not as calm as Micah. So. It was almost like, damn, bitch. Like, I thought, whatever. But that's where my mind goes with it. Because I'm just like, why wouldn't you be happy. be happy for me doing this? You know, why wouldn't you be like, all right, Leah, shout out to you. You know, and so it took Mike to remind me, Leah, calm down. You've been talking about doing this for a long time. You're just finally doing it now. I heard you know, Micah, thanks. And then Tarsha explained the other situation. And I was like, oh. But even still, I hope that if you feel a way about something like that again, you got to just self-assess, why do I feel so salty yeah, about this person definitely. doing this and see what it is about you because like Mike said just do it just you know do it, bro. Nike, Nike nothing boys. is nothing can't be done it's it's you you're you're stopping you so at the end of the day you making up all this long list of excuses of why this won't happen and you don't have the money you don't need money for a lot of things that you think you need it for yeah. stop making excuses that's just what it is it's an excuse it's a fear of failure sometimes it's the fear of success I know a lot of people fear that they'll be too successful. That's a thing. So that's a figure crazy. out I, what your thing I is. Think about it. Like if you've never had <laughs> money before and all of a sudden you're getting large amounts of money, you are going to be afraid that you're going to lose it. You're going to be afraid that you're not going to know how to, you know, manage it. And like, that's the thing. Famous people be tripping. And that's why a lot of them are this bankrupt because they don't come for money. This is true. So get a financial advisor. You don't have to do anything alone yeah. in this world. Pay somebody Check to help out. you. Dropping gems. Ding. That was a gem falling Y'all out. Y'all should have saw my hand. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Look, Schmidt. <laughs> Schmidt. The youths. The youths. Okay. Well, guys, we're going to wrap this one up because we have some more to do. So, um, I hope you guys learned something today. 
Um, please give us some comments. People do really well at replying to things that we said about this. So how do you feel about this whole colorism thing? If you feel like it doesn't exist, I can't wait to hear that. So please let me know why you don't think. Oh it's yeah, light skinned women light tell skin us women, the stereotypes. The guy she go who through. said if she was light skinned, she would have replied. Mm-hmm. Why do you think this? We don't know what that me? means. Mind you, he us. was not light skinned. He was also a chocolate brother. I don't know what. So I don't know what his experience is, but it could be like the, the stereotype of light skinned. Light skinned women love dark men. Okay, so that's the stereotype for light skin. We might for dark skin guys. Yeah, we might they prefer light skin women. So maybe he felt that way because because more light skin women. Every reply. light skin woman he has talked and to has said yes. Us darkies, Jesus, <laughs> that's what you said. The darkies, us yes. darkies be wilding. All right, cool. <laughs> well, you know, please give us your commentary on this. Oh my gosh, I forgot to say it. I'm gonna say it again on the next episode. We are now on iHeart, so the podcast is officially on every single. Um, stream of, of podcasts this, every, every single place that I listen to podcasts so this was a major achievement for me I felt really good about this I didn't shed a tear but almost y'all was this close this close to crying so the podcast is now officially on everywhere that I listen to podcasts which means you can find us everywhere YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. is the only one that takes time because I have to turn it into a video and it's a process y'all so y'all that usually takes like an hour or so after it posts everywhere else but just listen we ain't got videos up yet so just chill soon come soon yeah soon soon so anyway thank you guys so much for listening I hope you guys learned something today shout out to all the black girls and black boys out there you're awesome shout out to you guys please tell your kids that um, mm-hmm. Leave with something peaceful, Micah. Oh, uh, think about <laughs> why you're only supporting black people because they're black. That's the thing, yes, but do a little bit more research on the person. Um, make sure that you're going to bat for somebody who's worth it. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. All right, thanks, guys.